please join in our entrance hymn, Hail Queen of Heaven. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of morning mass, which is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of David Doherty. A very uh, special welcome to Pat today, uh, David's dad, who's here with us. And as you will know, Esther is unable to be here because of illness and obviously because of grief as well. We welcome also uh, Stephen and Fran and uh, David's aunts and uncles and many cousins who are here with us as well. As you can clearly see uh, today from the church, uh, David had many friends. And I'm sure that it's a great sadness uh, for all of you. I'm sure that David's perhaps one of the first of your own generation to die and that brings great sadness uh, to your own hearts. But I think all of us recognise that David was an exceptional person in many ways, a great uh, gift of friendship for many people in his life. And today we want to celebrate his life and recognise the goodness that came from it. As we begin our Mass then, we call to mind our sins in the hope of God's mercy and compassion. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, 
I have lately sinned, in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant David, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the universe, they did appear to die. Their going looks like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessing be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out as sparks through the stubble. So will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sweet. 
reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain, after such a gift, that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No. He not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand, he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ, even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes, or being threatened, or even attacked. These are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death, nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power, or height, or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. <laughs> Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. 
trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. (coughs) I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. As mentioned yesterday evening, we could never have imagined these first days of the new year that we would be in this church attending the funeral of David Doherty. Although it is some days since he passed away, family and friends still think it unimaginable that he has died, that he's not here, and that his life has now come to an end. He was a big part of the life of his family and the life of his friends as well one of those persons that you would meet regularly, see often, catch sight of as he passed you, meet in the street, see in the taxi, see at a football match. He was part of the map and the landscape that was our life, a family member that was always there, a friend that was never very far away. It's difficult for all to believe that he has passed away. We know that he had his difficulties in life, but he always seemed to be able to fight back, to be stable again, and to get back to his own life. This time, he was not able to recover, and despite the best efforts of doctors and nurses, they were not able to save his life. It's a true saying that you never know what the new day itself will bring, and you also never know what the new year itself will bring. No one could have foreseen what would happen or how things would turn out. Our thoughts today are with Stephen, his brother, and Fran, but especially with Esther and Pat, his mum and dad, who are grief-stricken by the loss of their son. They were the best of parents to him, and he a very loving and devoted son to them. We come to this church this morning And we bring the sadness of our hearts to the one who can give us consolation and strength at this moment. The love of God supports us in the most difficult moments and in our greatest fears and in our most terrible tragedies and times in which we feel we have unspeakable sadness. He says once again that he is here, here when we feel we're sinking, here when we're downcast, here when we feel we cannot bear the pain and the loss anymore. He lifts us up, gives us the strength that we most need. He reminds us not to be afraid, not to lose hope. He is with us when the storms of life toss us from side to side, and he will give us his peace. The simple truth that we carry around with us all our life, that the love of God surrounds us and sustains us and lifts us up, he is with us, near us, and surrounds us. We carry that simple truth with us throughout our life. 
It's a belief that transforms our life too. God is with us in whatever we do and in wherever we find ourselves. Just a, a few words about David's life today. Uh, born on the 30th of April, 1964. His parents, Esther and Pat, his brother Stephen. The family lived in Morrison Street and McIver Street in Deckmont, uh, and of course, latterly at uh, Monk Castle Drive. But the family also lived in England uh, due to Pat's job uh, in a place called Gastine. <coughs> David himself uh, went to St. Charles's Primary School, St. Caddock's, St. Mary's and St. Michael's, and the local secondary school here as well. He had a very good and happy childhood. He was the oldest of the grandchildren, and he had a very favoured position in family life because of that. He grew up close to his grandparents' homes, the Coulters and the Doherty's. He had numerous aunts and uncles, cousins, second cousins, third cousins, and probably fourth cousins as well. A great memory of his time in England, walking on beaches with his parents, playing football in school teams. He was a gregarious and popular youngster and made many friends that he kept throughout his life. When it came to leaving school, he instantly got a job at the age of 16 at the Customs and Excise and he was in that job for 20 years and made many friends. He often used to say, I believe, that he liked to go undercover uh, and seemed most of all to like to go to visit pubs and bookie shops <laughs> to see that their books were in order. <laughs> or that's what he told us. He also worked in the local bar, uh, the Ritz, where... He knew many people, and of course, many of these people were his own friends. For quite a number of years, he was also a taxi driver in this area, well-known, liked to meet people, and spent a considerable time, amount of time ferrying many of his relatives around the place as well, too. He seems, and you will know this better yourself, to have had an easy manner and very friendly, quick-witted and very humorous. And he seems to be one of those people also who was the go-to guy to be a best man uh, and was the best man, man for a number of his friends. You know, we say always the bridesmaid and never the bride. We could say of him, always the best man and never the groom. He remained fixed, firmly unmarried and an unclaimed treasure. I don't think that he was always the tidiest or most organised of persons. There are stories of him turning up to football matches with his jumper inside out, his hair sticking up. There is even a story that is told about him going on a walk in the West Highlands and on day two turning to his fellow walkers and saying, anyone get spare socks? <laughs> not very organised and certainly not good in the kitchen either. Helping Fran in the kitchen one day, Fran asked him to get the colander to drain the, veg the vegetables. He looked confused and returned holding the calendar. <laughs> Only to be banished to the living room, for he was making the job much harder. 
he had a great love, as you know, uh, probably for a certain East End of Glasgow team, Celtic, watched them passionately and had a season ticket for over 30 years. He was knowledgeable about football, but like most football fans, I suppose, would say, if only the manager would listen to me, <laughs> if only the players would take my advice, it would be all right and we would win every game. <coughs> you might also know that he liked bookies and betting. But despite his efforts, there is absolutely no proof that he was any good at it. <laughs> plenty of seconds, plenty of miss near misses, plenty of times that the bet, if only he could have made that bet. At the end of the day, he didn't make a fortune, but maybe at the end of the day, he didn't lose one either. He seems to be one of those people in life uh, who found friendship easy. He was popular, funny, and also, also quick to see humour in things. A great love for his brother Stephen and, and Fran, and all relatives and all family members. But his parents, Pat and Esther, were everything to him, and he loved and cared for them, and he loved and cared for him too. He looked out for them and drew much strength and support from them, every day. His parents, his family will miss him very much indeed. The new year begins not in the best of ways. We could wish it hadn't begun in this way, but we cannot turn the clock back. This moment is like one of those crossroads in life, isn't it? Everything changes, everything seems different and we are on a road that is unfamiliar to us. It seems a, diff a different and lonelier road without our family member and without our friend. But we have that quiet reassurance that God is with us on this road. We will never be lost, and he will always help us to find the way and know where to go. For, for David, we're sure of the road that he has taken, it's a road to God himself. He is safe. The journey has ended. He's reached his destination and where he was going. We are not afraid for him. His life has ended all too soon. But long or short, we are confident that God is with us now and will be there at the end as well. The storms of life are over. We have reached that safe harbour and the place that we've been travelling towards. David, we think of you today and we are thankful for your life, for the joy that your life brought to your parents, to your brother Stephen, to Fran, and many members of your family. We thank you for friendship made and friendships kept over the years. And we're thankful for your many kindnesses to people, your good and warm personality, and the humour that you brought to many people's lives. Your family and friends will never forget you, and they pray that you'll have peace at the end of your journey. Please stand. Let us come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living.
for the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother David, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. For our brother David who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. (coughs) Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Please join in our offer to him, I Watch the Sunrise.
dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, David, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. And when the earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in heaven. And so with angels, archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna. We are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what they do fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember David, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. 
please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I give you, my peace I leave you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. <laughs> behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word of my soul.
Please stand. <coughs> Lord God, whose Son left us the sacrament of his body for food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Just on behalf of uh, Pat and Esther, I say a word of thanks to everybody uh, for coming today. Uh, and I'm sure it means uh, so much to the family to see so many uh, family friends here with us. So thanks to everyone for, for coming today. It's uh, much appreciated. Family also wish to extend a uh, uh, welcome to everybody to the Whitefield Bowling Club. Uh, so I hope that you could join them afterwards uh, uh, for that. That would be greatly appreciated too. Uh, ask you especially to remember Esther in your prayers uh, today, uh, in your thoughts as well. Uh, these are difficult days uh, for her, so we ask you especially to remember her in your prayers and in your thoughts as well. Please join in our recessional hymn, Walk With Me, O My Lord.
I shall not fear the steepest mountain side. 